All right, so here we are. The left is is up in arms. They are they are outraged, as uh, one of our politicians out there said. She is absolutely outraged. That was our our famous beloved representative Sheila Jackson Lee down in Texas. She is just fighting for you and me every day of the week. And she makes sure that her staffers sit right down there in the very bottom of the chambers so that she always has the front seat so that she can shake the president's hand as they walk by and she can get that that little picture there so she can tell the people down in Texas that she's fighting for them. That's what she does. She is a regular, she's a regular soldier. I mean, she's just going to war every day in D.C. So welcome, guys. I'm glad you're here. We're going to get into it real quick because, uh, frankly, I got work here shortly. But So here we go. We're talking about impeachment once again. Uh, the, the House has already passed articles of impeachment. They went ahead and went through that process. They don't care about you or I. They're just going to go through because they're throwing a hissy fit. They are mad. They are just, they are outraged because you and I voted for a person who has made this country about about as good as you can get in a four-year period whenever you have everybody fighting against you. But anyway, so here we are. We have Christians all around us now that are supporting this. People who are supposed, supposed Christians. You know, I consider myself a Christian. I'm not perfect. And uh, and I'm not saying Trump was perfect. I never said the man was. But then again, I, I never claimed that he was. Nobody claimed that he was perfect. And frankly, I haven't seen a perfect Democrat president either, but here we are. Everybody is just so upset that you have a man here who's had different marriages. They've they've been divorced and married. Well, let me tell you what, I don't agree with that either. That's why I'm not married yet, because I'm not going to get into a relationship just in time to, to find out, well, this isn't what I want. You know, whenever you get married, that's what you do. You're married for life. You, but... Everybody's going to talk about the president, how how horrible he is of a person because he's been married and divorced. Well, how many people are on Tinder? How many people are on Match? How many people are on what uh, what are they? Uh, OK Cupid or Plenty of Fish? Whatever these things. How many people are on these dating apps? Whatever they are, I don't know what the newest ones are now. But how many people are on those who have been married, divorced, married, divorced, married, divorced? And that's okay. That's perfectly fine. But my goodness, if somebody in D.C. Uh, namely a person who was rich before they went into politics. If they've been married and divorced, well, they're just a horrible person, you know, and that's that's how we see it. But anyway, so here we go. The left is just full shrill, just like uh, Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi. The left is in full shrill, and they're marching headfirst into throwing this hissy fit, telling you and I that they hate the president. So here we go. We have people telling us different things here that, uh, you know, they're telling us that Trump led this insurrection, essentially, so they're completely lying, every single one of these news agencies, and I hope they all go out of business. Frankly, I hope they go out of business, and I hope everybody that works for them and supports what they do, uh, I hope they have trouble finding a job. Um, I really do, because if you are going to bold-faced lie, when we can go back, and I'm not even going to do it, you can do it on your own. It's not my job to tell you what the president said, but you can go back into the end of his speech, and he will tell you. He said that he didn't want violence. And frankly, let's remember this, too, because people are saying, well, it was he was the one who told him to get down there to the Capitol. Let me tell you something. I've never walked that distance. But from what I heard where that statement was made about not wanting violence, where that 
where that speech was made. It's about a 45-minute walk to get where from where the president was speaking down to the Capitol. 45-minute walk. So let me ask you a question. Why is it that the people who are breaking into the Capitol were doing that towards the end of the president's speech? Hmm. Let's think about this. The roads were closed. I don't know that they had a uh, an electric unicycle or a one-wheel or a bicycle there. I think just about everybody that was there was walking. It was pretty crowded. So how did they make it down there in 45 minutes? That, or uh, in less than 45 minutes? That's what I'd like to know. But let's not worry about the uh, facts of the matter. We just got to talk about what feels good. So let's talk about some stuff. So here you have Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris said protesters should not let up. They're not going to let up and they should not. So there you go. That's that's the important thing. And everybody's mad. So let's let's go ahead and equivocate the two. Let's let's say that if you went to Washington seeking justice and you went to Washington to try and press your senators and representatives to do what you put them in office to do, which is to fight for what you believe and to stand up for your rights and for your beliefs, that's wrong. But stealing a TV because you're mad that somebody you don't know got shot, you know, and you blame it on the color of their skin, that's perfectly fine. Stealing TVs, that's that's what the world needs. We need more big screens. We need, new, you know, more tennis shoes. We need new Nikes or Air Jordans or whatever we can steal from our neighbor's building uh, business. Maxine Waters, if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, you get out and you create a crowd and you push back on them, she said. I, I mean, it's just, here you go. Yeah. If you see anybody in a cabinet, a restaurant, in a department store, in a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd, you push back on them, and you tell them that they're not welcome anymore, she said. She said, we've got to get the children connected to their parents. The children are suffering. Sure. The children are suffering, and I'll tell you who they're suffering by. They're suffering by people who are going out and having kids out of wedlock. They're suffering by people who aren't raising these children in a nuclear family where the man and the woman stick together and raise the child in love and peace. Instead, we have people going out and doing things and living the way that they want to and then expecting you and I to pay to raise their child. But I digress. Uh, Ayanna Presley, whoever that is, there needs to be unrest in the streets. There you go. What did Madonna say? Madonna said she she thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Kathy Lee, uh, I think it's Griffin. I always get it mixed up if it's Guilford or Griffin. Anyway, yeah, Kathy Lee, she's holding a picture of the president's head. You know, what, what she was trying to portray is the president's head, bloodied, severed head. She's holding that. That's perfectly fine. But, uh, you know, Trump said, I'm asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol uh, to remain peaceful. No violence. There you go. <sighs> yep. So here's, that's pretty much what we're looking at here. We we have these people who are really, they're just wonderful people. Absolutely wonderful people. Let's give you some more because everybody wants to talk about how Trump is inappropriate. Ted Kennedy, eh, there's a man who left a woman to die at the bottom of the Chappaquiddick. Uh, that's, a, that's a real winner. He was called the Lion of the Senate, by the way. Yeah, he stood up for women's rights uh, and that's important, but he uh, got drunk drove a car and killed a staffer, I believe it was. That's a that's a real man for you. Bill Clinton, yeah, he had uh, sex in the Oval Office. Really, I could care less about that, frankly. But, you know, let's let's talk about morality. You know, it's okay for Bill Clinton because he's a Democrat. He's a leftist. That's fine. But uh, my goodness, if Trump has had different, uh, you know, if he's had different affairs, then that's, a, you know, and everybody knows that Bill Clinton has had these, you know, he's had affairs. He's been to, uh, 
Epstein's Island. He's been to these different places and that's okay. You know, it's, it's all right. He's a Democrat, so we can give him a pass. That's all that matters. So, yeah. And I really don't even care about that. Frankly, if the man could do his job in office, I really don't care about what he does in his free time. He's not my savior and he's not my, um, you know, he's not my, my leader whenever it comes to uh, Christianity. I already have a savior. I don't need a politician to be that person. And that's the difference. When people look at uh, what they were saying about Obama, you know, they, they saw him as the anointed one, the second coming. They really thought this man was, he was just, he was God in the flesh. And that's never how I see a, a politician. That's never how I see a president. And I never saw Trump that way. What I saw Trump as was someone who was going there and trying to shake up D.C. because there's ridiculous corruption, as we've seen now. And unfortunately, we have a lot of people out there who are pushing for this corruption and they don't care. And frankly, let me say this, too, because I have some more things I want to say, but I'm, I'm really running out of time. You know, I'm not a big fan of sports. I'm not. I, I just don't get interested in it. I used to watch WVU sports and then they started uh, letting these college kids. They didn't tell them and teach them about Black Lives Matter or Antifa or any of these domestic terrorist groups. Uh, you know, it's OK to hate on the KKK. That's perfectly fine. But Black Lives Matter is perfectly OK. We can have back whenever Obama was put into office, you know, we can have Black Panthers there standing outside of the polls with weapons. That's perfectly okay. They can have nightsticks, guns, whatever, and that's all right. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's the way we do it. So, so this is the left's playbook. It doesn't matter if they win by hook or by crook, they got to win. And as long as they win, everything's fine. And you can hear that with Nancy Pelosi. She already told you, you know, that whenever they get back in power, then they'll be civil. But until then, they're going to keep fighting, keep fighting. Joe Biden, what's he tell you? He tells you he wants to take people, and I'll, I'll get to this in just a second. I wish I could take that person out back behind, and, you know, and if I was in high school, I'd do this. Joe, Joe, you're a lightweight, politically and physically. You're frail. You're one of the most frail human beings I've ever seen in my life. You're a plagiarist. You're a liar. You are not a good person, and I pity anyone who voted for you. I really pity anyone who voted for you. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or a Republican. I don't pity you because of that. I pity you because you're a liar. I pity you because you tell people things that are not true. I pity you because you stayed in your basement for months on end, and then your followers believe that you won the electoral vote honestly and openly, even though that you got less than 1% of the vote the first two times you ran for president and then somehow you get more votes this time than any other president in history, even more so than Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton, please. So here we go. Let's keep going. We're, like I said, running out of time. So we have Obama. He ran guns into Mexico. I don't know if you remember that. It was called uh, Fast and Furious. He ran guns into, uh, to a Mexican drug lord, gave them billions of you know dollars as far as weapons and He's given billions of dollars to terrorist states, rather, uh, Iran things. You know, it's their money, after all, so we need to give them $150 billion so they can build up their military and, and they can kill more of our soldiers in Afghanistan and Iraq. That's what the left wants. We want to be at war 24-7. We want to send our kids. And by the way, by the by, as my church would say, let's not forget this as well. The same people who vote to send your children to war, who vote to send your children over to these foreign lands to die alone over there for our rights. These are the people who were cowards when these uh, protesters, whoever they were, I don't care if they're Trump protesters or Antifa or Black Lives Matter. I don't care who they were. 
these people got into the White House and what did or White House into the Capitol. And what did you see these politicians doing? Cowering, getting under the desk like cowards because they're scared to death. You should be scared. You should be scared because you're willing to send kids, uh, you know, kids overseas to get them killed. You're trying to send the best military force in the world over into these third world countries. And then you're trying to tell them you can't shoot unless you're being shot at essentially just tying their hands behind their back. But yet you're a, you're a big man and you're, you're going to talk real big and bad about how you're going to go after these countries. And then you send our kids over there to die and you can't even stand up and talk to these people whenever they come to the Capitol. Cowards, absolute cowards. Let's not forget Biden. Yeah, Biden makes creepy and sexist comments. He's sniffing children, touching children. There's a video where a little girl, I think she was wearing a, either a red or a black dress. I can't remember the whichever one it was. You just watch his creepy hand just going right up under her breast. Just just right up under the crust of her breast. That's, that's natural for an 80-year-old man to be touching kids like that. You watch him kissing his granddaughter and niece or whatever it was, or I don't know. You know, these, these children, great granddaughter, whatever, kisses them on the lips. I'm surprised there's not, you know, tongue there, but he's loving it. He even said, he said, you know, he used to work at the pool and these, these kids used to come up and rub on his leg. He used to come up and he had, he had hairy legs turn, turn blonde in the sun. And these kids would come up there and, and they would, they'd take their hand out of the water and they'd put his hair down on his leg. He'd wrap it and you just push that hair down and watch the hair come up. And that was, that's what kids did. They, they came over and they rubbed Joe Biden's leg and then he tells you and they'd watch it. And, uh, and he, he had kids jumping on his lap. He said, and he loves kids jumping on his lap. And then he says, he, then he says, he talks about roaches. He refers to these kids as roaches, talks about these kids being in the pool that it was a, you know, it was a pretty much an all black pool. Talks about them being roaches. But he's the one who's going to bring unity to the to the nation. Yeah, he talks about black people as roaches. That's just who I want in the White House. That's just who we want. So yeah, publicly fondles women, little kids. Talks He talks to people about these kids that are preteens, 12, 11, 10, 9 years old. And he tells the parents, well, you need to keep an eye on this one. The kid, the little boys will be beating down their, her door, sexualizing young children. Just absolutely sexualizing them like that's natural and like that's okay. You know, it's it's just it's just uh it's just Joe, you know, it's 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 just Joe. That's that's the way Joe is. Yeah, yeah, he's a creepy pervert. Talks about taking people out behind the building like he's gonna have his way with them, you know, like he's a fighter or boxer, kinda like Harry Reid, you know, a tough guy. Tough guy, he's gonna go out and box these people. He's eighty some years old and he's gonna go out and box people, but okay, keep talking. Hillary Clinton. So there you have somebody. You have four people out there, Benghazi, that were asking for help, asking for help, asking for help. You have, you know, we have our ambassadors out that are just begging for support. They're begging for help. Everybody else left because they knew something was going to happen. And Hillary Clinton leaves them high and dry. Wouldn't even let the CIA go over and help because we didn't want people to know that the CIA was there. No, 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 no. Don't go over and help. We, we, we don't want to let them know that we're in this area. We don't want to we don't want to get involved. Just watch it burn. Here's somebody who released class uh, classified information. She had her own illegal server. She knew about it. She was in politics for years, years and years and years. If anybody in the world is supposed to know about hand, how to handle classified documents and the fact that you don't put them on your own server because that server, no matter how good it is, is going to be 
um, is going to be able to be hacked. It's going to be able to be accessed by these people. If it's not a military server, you're not supposed to have emails on. I know that as a college student, as a college student, I know that I don't, if I'm going to reach out to my professor, that I don't do it through my own email, that I do it through the school's email, through the school's server. Our privates in the military know that you don't use your own cell phones or use your own email or things of that sort if you're talking to other members of the military. We have a certain way of doing things, and Hillary Clinton should know. She's been there longer than most of these people. She should know how to do this stuff, and she does. And let me tell you one other thing real quick, because this is important. We have Hillary Clinton out there who is setting up this homebrew server. And people say, well, you know, Obama didn't know about that. That's a lie. That is an absolute lie. And let me tell you why, because I don't know if you know this, but I've heard this from Dan Bongino. I've heard this from people who are secret, uh, secret uh, service members. They said that if you wanted to get in touch with Barack Obama or... Trump, it doesn't matter who, whoever's the president, we'll just say it's George Bush Jr. If you want to get a hold of George Bush Jr., George W. Bush, then you have to be set up in his phone. You have to be set up through the server to have access to send things to him. I can't just get the president's uh, number for his cell phone and just start sending him texts. It doesn't work that way. Everything that comes through that phone, everything that comes through to his email has to be uh, has to be authorized, has to be let through. It's kind of like a firewall. You have to set up ahead of time who is able to reach out and get a hold of this person. You know what that means? That means that they knew about Hillary Clinton's server because they had to approve it. They had to approve that before she was able to communicate with the president. So whenever they try and tell you that the president didn't know that she had her own server, that is a lie. It was set up at the very least by one of his staffers, probably more so by somebody in the intelligence community that deals with information technology. So don't kid yourself. He absolutely knew that she was using a, a private server. She destroyed those devices she had. Using bleach bit, they asked her about using bleach bit, and she said, "What are you like a like a rag? You wipe over this with a rag." So she talks as though she's ever cleaned a house in her life. You have this woman who has been waited on by, you know, hand and foot her entire life, and she's gonna joke around like she knows how to clean. Maybe I shouldn't be the one talking about cleaning a house, but my goodness, she hasn't done a day of work in her whole life, and she's gonna talk to us about cleaning like it's a joke. Yeah, you destroyed these things. You used, you know, different software. You used different forms of mechanical uh, destruction. You use hammers, whatever, to destroy whatever you have so that we don't have evidence that we can access. You delete 30,000, 33,000, however many it is, emails. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're a wonderful person, but that's that's okay. That's okay, because Trump says bad things. So she left four Americans to die overseas. She uh, she said that it was because of a video. That was a lie. Susan Rice also said that was a lie, but they perpetrated that on that evening. Took money from terrorist countries uh, for their, you know, Clinton Foundation. It was pay for play. Everybody knew that. It was uh, all these countries could pay to have access to the White House. You know, it's funny how that works because that's the same thing that happens with uh, Hunter Biden. Hey, pay a little bit of money here and I'll let you talk to the big man. Pay us $10 million and I'll put you through to the big man. 
Oh, big, big man. He's a real big man. She also sold nuclear material to our enemies. Yeah. Let's let Russia and these other countries have access to our weapons grade, uh, you know, material. Let's sell them this material that they can refine and turn into weapons so that they can kill us with it. That's, that's fantastic. John Edwards. Let's not forget about him. That's, uh, Brill cream, old Brill cream, $400 haircuts there, but he is indicted for using campaign funds to hide his mistress. That's perfectly fine. These people, that's what they do. They, you know, they got a woman on the side. Rod Blagojevich, he's he's in prison for trying to sell Obama's seat. That's perfectly okay, you know. Then you have uh, Anthony Weiner, and yeah, I really don't need to tell you much about that man. Uh, Horn dog, I'll call him. He's on there, uh, you know, texting these young girls, sending pictures of himself. It's kind of kind of ironic what his name is and how he acts. But yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Democrats, and lecture me on what's beneath the presidential office or. Yeah, the office of the president. That's perfectly fine. We won't talk about what was underneath Bill Clinton's desk. That's perfectly fine because Bill was a good guy. He was a good guy. Well, it is what it is. Go ahead and impeach him. And you know what? Once again, once again, I see Christians who are just celebrating this. It's just a wonderful thing, you know. Go ahead and steamroll over us. Let me tell you this real quick and then I got to go. I hope you're happy. People on the left, I hope you are happy, because if you thought what happened on the 6th was scary, you're in for a very rude awakening. And that's not a threat. That's not a threat whatsoever. That's just a statement of fact. You wanted to win, and you did win by any means necessary. You have people who said that the that uh, Joe Biden won. He won all the way. He won without any any fraud or anything of that sort. And then, then, well, there was fraud, but it wasn't much. And, well, there was fraud, but it wasn't much. And, and it wasn't enough to overturn the election, as though there's an acceptable uh, level of fraud. That's perfectly okay. You know, that's, that's how we do things. As long as we win, that's all that matters. Like, this is a game. Like, this is a football game. And you're the Bengals, and I'm the Browns, and, or however it works out. I don't really care. I don't can't even tell you where these people play, frankly. Oh, there we go. Um, <laughs> sorry, somebody was just letting me know a post that I put on. But uh, so that's what you have. You have people there. All they care about is winning. And let me tell you about this. I don't even care if Trump wins or loses. What I do care is if our country does well or it fails. And all you have is you have a Democrat, you know, president here coming in. All he did, all he did was tell you about what he would have done. He didn't tell you about, you know, what the president did, good or bad. Oh, I would have done this. I would have done that. It's easy to have hindsight, Joe Biden, whenever you're 80 some years old. It's very easy to have hindsight when you're an old man and you can look back and try and say how you would have done things differently. But you know what? You were in office for 47 years. What did you do? Because frankly, you didn't do a whole heck of a lot. But I'm kind of, kind of, frankly, if you can't hear it, I'm a little perturbed by these people. I'm a little perturbed by people who I thought were friends, by people who I thought had a little bit of common sense, by people who I thought supported our police, you know, but it's, it's perfectly okay. It's, uh, as long as the left wins, you know, because the, the news is telling us how bad Trump is and, and he has a, he has, you know, a spray on tan that's just horrible. And that's, 
that's about the worst thing we can say about him. Oh, he says mean things too. He, he sends out tweets and he talks in a way I don't like. You know, the funny thing is, and I'll, I'll say this and then I got to go. Uh, actually, just one second. All right, we got to turn our alarms off here, but there we go. So frankly, you have, uh, you have people out there. <laughs> I kind of lost my train of thought here. You have people out there who are, uh, you know, they're talking about what they're going to do and it's all, it's all the president's fault. We're going to, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And that's perfectly fine. And you have people who are out there, like I said, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. I kind of had to jump off there for a second, but people who really don't care how they win as long as, as long as they win, that's all that matters. But let me tell you how I feel. What I want is I want a strong border. I want people who are coming here to do it legally. I want them to do it the right way. I want people who are coming here to contribute to this nation. I want people who are here to be drug free. I want people who I'm going to support with my tax dollars, even though I don't want to, to have to take drug tests just like I do. That's what I want. I want people to have to follow the rules. Yes, that makes me a bad, a bad person. Let me tell you this because I finally remembered where I was going. Everybody says that Trump says bad things. Well, you know what? Trump doesn't say anything that I haven't disagreed with. He hasn't said anything that I wouldn't have said. Maybe I would have said it a little bit differently. But everything that he has said over the years, and this isn't me being a, you know, a fanboy. This is just the way I feel. This is the way I believe. Everything that he has said, I agree with. Like I said, I, w- I might not have said it the same way. I might have said it a little bit nicer. I might have said it a little bit more gingerly as it is but there's nothing really that he said that i disagree with but he says mean things he's just a he's a bad person well you impeached the president for a second time congratulations people and here's where we are you have people such as myself that feel like we're being backed into a corner you have people such as myself who feel as though they have been essentially silenced my vote doesn't mean anything because you were willing to win by any means necessary. And you cannot tell me that there wasn't fraud. You cannot tell me that Biden won the vote legally. You can't do it. It's not possible. You can't prove that he did. And you can say, I can't prove that he didn't. But what I can prove is that there has been fraud. What I can prove is that not one, and this is for my police-loving Democratic friends, not one case was heard in court. Not one there were what over 60 different court cases that were that were being pushed and asked to be put through not one went to discovery not one allowed sydney powell or giuliani or any of these other uh, li- uh, uh lawyers who are doing this on their own time pro bono not one of them allowed them to go to discovery not one allowed them to show their their proof and by the way i've heard it said before that a good lawyer could indict a ham sandwich I've heard before that you can you can essentially get a case on just about anything. But yet the very fact that they won't even hear these cases, the very fact that the left is so up in arms, the very fact that Nancy Pelosi and everybody else in Washington, Democrats and squishy rhino Republicans, which I cannot stand, the very fact that they're so adamant about getting rid of the president tells me one thing. They're afraid of something. What are they afraid of? Are they afraid of the money train being cut off? The gravy train, rather? They have all this money coming in. These people are thick as thieves. They tell you that they're going to go to fight in Washington, then what do they do? 
they become friends with Ted Kennedy. You have people like Byrd, Senator Byrd. You want to talk about somebody who is a bad person? I don't care if the man changed his lifestyle. The man was in the Klan, and he was regarded as one of the greatest statesmen of, of our time. Yeah, he was in the Klan. You want to talk about racism? How about you put it where it lies? How about you put it with the uh, with the KKK, a group that was actually started by Democrats in the South? Don't tell me about what Trump says and how he makes you feel. Let's talk about the facts. But we're not going to talk about the facts, and let me tell you why. Because that doesn't suit your purpose. You want to win, and congratulations, you won. And as a prize, you're killing this country. And you know what you're doing? Like I said before, you're pushing people like me back into the wall. And that's not a position where I like to be. And that's not a position where you're going to want me to be. And it's not a position where you're going to want these veterans who went overseas to fight on your behalf, by the way. That's not a place where you're going to want to put them either because they're getting sick and tired of it. They're getting sick and tired of being pushed around. And people are going to find out sooner or later. You just keep pushing. You go out there in your clown suit and you keep playing around with the bull. And sooner or later, you're going to be surprised when you get the horns. And that's what's going to happen. It's not something I'm wishing for. It's not something I'm hoping for. And it's not something I'm advocating. Once again, something I'm not pushing for, something I'm not hoping for, something I'm not advocating. I'm just telling you a statement, just like the sky is blue. I'm just telling you how it is. All right, guys. Well, stop, thanks for stopping by. This is uh, going to get interesting. So we're uh, politically, we're going to war. That's what we got. And the Democrats wanted this all along. And uh, so we're going to play. You want to play? Let's play. Let's Let's have a good time. See you later, guys. Thanks for stopping by.